I will ask if there are any staff announcements or agenda changes. Uh, Madam Chair, not from me. <laughs> Great. Then we will open up the opportunity for general public comments on any item of interest to the Planning Commission that is not on the agenda today. Is there any member of the public who would like to speak to anything? Or There's no online public comment at this time. Thank you. So no public comments. We will close the public comment period and move on to our consent agenda. Is there any member of the public or the Planning Commission who would like to remove the minutes of June 22nd from the consent agenda for discussion? Nope. And is there any member of the Planning Commission who would like to make a motion? I make a motion to approve. And I'll go ahead and second. With a motion and a second, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion passes five zero zero. And we'll get started on our regular agenda. Item one, 2023-018, conditional use permit for a single family residence in the general commercial zone. And I believe that John is going to introduce this item to us. Good morning, Planning Commission. Good morning. So today I'm here to present our planning project 2023-18. As you stated, it's a conditional use permit. John, is your mic on? Is that a little bit better? Oh, okay, I need to speak into it yeah. a little bit better. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So the conditional use permit is to allow the single family residence as the primary use in the general commercial zone. Pursuant to Calaveras County Code Section 17.36.030D1, the applicant is requesting approval of the conditional use permit to allow the single family residence on the general commercial parcel that is subject to two overlay zones. The first is the planned development zone, and the second is the airport overflight and noise impacts combining zone. The single family residence is currently existing on the parcel and has been permitted by a right because it was built as a caretaker's unit, a subordinate use to the then existing commercial shed manufacturing business. The 7.95 acre parcel has two addresses. The first is for the residence, 3526 Curl Kennedy Drive, and the second, 3612 Highway 49, is for the business, both located in San Andreas, California. The applicant has left the state at this time and put the property up for sale. On the property, there's three structures in which the shed manufacturing business took place. And he is doing this to allow for the maximum marketing opportunity in case a new buyer does not want to continue the shed manufacturing, shed manufacturing business or establish a new commercial operation. Because of the C2 zoning, the general commercial zoning, the standalone single family residence requires the CUP. Although the property is in the PD and AO overlay zones, the existing structure was lawfully constructed at the time, and since no changes are proposed, no plan development permit is required for this approval. So, I want to discuss a little bit about the surrounding properties. So, on this property, as we are discussed, the current zoning, there's a single family residence, the Quonset Huts. Um, and a small shed out front. To the north of it, you have an ag preserve zone property with the same combining zone. 
and it has a single family residence and grazing lands. Notably to the south, you have several parcels with the same zoning and combining zones with single family residences all well. Um, we looked into it and from my understanding, they do not have commercial businesses associated with those parcels currently. The single family dwelling was constructed in 2020 as a caretakers unit after the planning department determined it was subordinate in size and use to the other structures on the property. There's no record of permits for the Quonset huts due to their age. Uh, the assessor noted that they were constructed in 1966. Uh, outside of that, we don't have any permits on record for the base uh, shed out front as well. It appears at the time in 2012 during the planning department's analysis that the shed manufacturing business utilized the 3,000 square foot shop and the 21,000 square or 2,100 square foot Quonset hut for construction of the sheds, storage of materials, and storing their tools. In the general commercial zone, a residential use is subordinate to a principal permitted use. Uh, the principal permitted use now being discontinued, the parcel cannot be used primarily for residential purposes without the approval and validation of the conditional use permit. Mm -hmm. That is done through Calaveras County Code Section 17.36.030D1, which allows for the primary single family residence, one per legal parcel. The purpose of the residential use subordinate to the principal permitted commercial use is to provide business owners the opportunity and option to reside at their business location or allow a caretaker to do so. A residence on the same parcel as their business provides them numerous benefits. Primarily, it allows them to be able to maintain and protect their business, it reduces the commute, and it allows them immediate response in the event of emergency. The purpose of the CUP is to provide the public with an opportunity to review the proposed land use as generally consistent with the, with the purpose of the base zoning district, but has the potential to cause conflict with neighboring land use and zoning. The Calaveras County Code section 17.06.1803 defines a single family dwelling as a building designed for and occupied exclusively by one family. As stated earlier, the C2 parcels are intended primarily for commercial use and the standalone use requires the CUP. As we noted, the property is in the AO overlay zone, but not subject to the 55 CNL noise exposure requirements and is in compliance with the height requirements of this section 17.62.050 of the county, Calabrese County Code because it's a single story structure less than 22 feet tall. Utilities. The water is serviced by an on-site well and wastewater is processed by an existing septic system. The parcel resides within the San Andreas Fire District and access is taken primarily from the Ken Carroll Kennedy Road with secondary access from Highway 4. Per section 17.50.030 of the Calaveras County Code, the land uses conditionally permitted within the base zoning district are not infected by the inclusion of the parcel within the planned development combining district. As such, conditional uses as specified in the base zone district are also allowed within the planned development combining district. The planning commission shall review and approve the site plans for all projects in the planning development combining zone as part of the use permit review process. While the parcel located in the PD combining zone, the CUP application is solely to allow the change in the primary use of the parcel. 
with no changes proposed to any of the existing structures which are not part of this application. Therefore, no PD permit or modification to an existing PD permit is required as part of this application. The airport overflight and noise impact combining zone, as we discussed thoroughly, this parcel is located in the AO combining zone. The purpose is to assess the construction, maintenance, or establishment of structures, uses, or objects of natural growth will not constitute hazards to air navigation, to minimize public exposure to airport-related hazards, and to apply the compatibility of land uses within the vicinity of airports in the county. This overlay applies to relevant part to all land contained within the overflight zone or areas within, a max, within the noise exposure level in excess of 55 CNL as identified in the airport <coughs> special plan. Per 17.60.020C, parcels are exempt from the requirements of the AO overlay zone if all of the following apply. The parcel is not within the airport imaginary surfaces as defined by federal aviation regulations. The parcel is not within an airport safety area, and the parcel, if within an airport area, is not within the 55 CNL noise contours defined by the airport special plan. This parcel, while being outside of the 55 CNL noise contour, is within the FAA height notification area. As stated earlier in the report, the height of the structure is 21 feet 6 inches. It's below the permitted height limit for the AO overlay zone and being outside of the 55 noise contour, the residential structure on the property is exempt from the structural noise attenuation requirements of 17.60.070. However, the applicant is required to notify future buyers the property is located within an AO overlay zone. As required by the Calaveras County Code section 17.60.90, compliance with any stricter state or federal requirements may apply to the parcel. This close to the airport shall also be required as part of this conditional approval. The environmental review was done for this and pursuant to California Environmental Quality Act guidelines, the project is exempt from the California Code of Regulations 15, 15061B3 from the CEQA guidelines, in which case the project, there is no possibility that the activity in question may have any significant impact on the environment and the activity is not subject to CEQA. In this case, there's no construction, alteration to lands, or any activity that's taking place that would significantly impact the environment. All we are doing is simply allowing the use of a constructed dwelling to be lawfully occupied in the absence of an accompanying commercial use. The change in use, therefore, will serve to authorize a less environmentally impactful use of the property. A notice of exemption has been, or a notice of exemption has been prepared and will be submitted upon final approval of the permit. Staff recommends that the Planning Commission adopt Resolution 2023-009, approving conditional use permit 2023-018 to allow the existing single-family residence on the parcel as the primary use on the parcel at 3526 Carroll Kennedy Drive of San Andreas, California. And that concludes my presentation. 
and Madam Chair. Yeah, I know, should be quiet. <laughs> Thank you. The applicant is in the audience in yeah. case um, you have any questions. Yeah. I have a question, John, about the uh, figures four, five, and six in your staff report. Um, and it looks to me, from figure four, it looks like this property is in uh, zone D. And in figure five, it looks like the only uh, only applicable thing that we need to worry about is that in zone D has a maximum of one dwelling unit per five acres, which is no problem here. But I don't understand figure five where the, the property is apparently in this white bubble. Uh, does that mean it's not subject to certain things or what? So what they're trying to define on that is they have what's known as the acrobat envelope. So the pink portion of that is if you're taking out a plane for the first time, you don't know how well it's going to fly, anything like that. It's kind of a safety buffer that they're expecting. You know, if you had any misfortune happen that you can safely land in that area. The blue portion of it is the general traffic. So they expect most of the traffic from the airport to be in that blue portion. I'm not sure why they didn't include it in there. The reason why I included this portion specifically, it's very difficult to see, but there's multiple green lines. Those are actually the noise contours. Mm -hmm. And where I'm pointing that red arrow on this, it's showing where the site actually is and showing that it's outside of the 55 noise decibel contour. It's actually between the 55 and 50 decibel contour. Okay. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. And my only other question is, if the sale occurs and it turns out that the buyer is going to conduct a business mm -hmm. using the, the uh, existing business uh, mm -hmm. buildings, uh, that buyer would not have to come back to us again since it's still zone commercial. Correct. They could just refer to its prior uses. That is correct. Okay. So, um, Michelle mentioned the changing the updating the codes and things like that. Is this something, would something which appears as simple as this um, and as it was explained prior to the meeting, uh, that you know, really, it's used. It's, this is more a way to be able to leverage this, this building and get a loan on it through a bank, a lending agency. Can that be addressed in this, Gabriel, when we update our codes, so that if there was uh, a C two and there was a residence constructed based on everything that John shared, but something changed, could it be? simplified in some way that it would have to come before the Planning Commission? Uh, Commissioner Chimente, it's probably something we can take a look at. Um, the way the code is written right now, it, it requires a conditional use permit for right. a single-family residential right. structure. But if the Commission feels that um, there should be other ways to approach this without bringing this type of a uh, description to the Planning Commission, that's something we can consider in our zoning code update. Julie? 
Ichan. I, I agree. Uh, I, in this particular case, because of the proximity to the airport, there was there was actually a separate plan that even if ours code didn't require a CUP, okay. this airport special plan would, and that has to do with the compatibility of a single family residence right. with, with an the, airport area. Right. So they, they, there were special reasons here separately from our C2 code to look at the compatibility of, of a home. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly a policy decision for the board whether a residential use in a commercial zone um, can be allowed by right. So, it, but it wasn't an issue, Julie, in the beginning when, when the, it when is the permit? It's allowed by right as long as the commercial operation is. So it didn't make a difference if it was next to the airport then, because no, it, it did. It did. There's it's a lot of things Because even if we were, we're analyzing this right now under a regular zoning code, but it was okay. mentioned somewhere in the staff report of the Brazo, I forgot which, that there's a separate provision of a different plan that also requires okay. a CUP, and it's a special plan that's just for the airport, but we okay. didn't need to get into all of that because under our zoning code, we needed a CUP anyway. Okay. So I I mean, I'm, there's a little bit of speculation here, but I think that sometimes residential uses, which seems like they would be the less intensive, easier use, I think the concept is there's only so many commercial and industrial parcels in the county, and do they want, does the county as a policy want to actually let people use them for a living when it might want to instead attract business? But that, so that is a policy decision of the board. Yeah, that, that is the history of that provision, is that we were seeing all of our commercial and industrial land get used for residential purposes at a time when housing wasn't a problem, and then uh, the the county wanted to encourage economic development, and sure, we, we sure. as you ended up with houses interspersed in commercial and industrial zones, then there was an argument that that commercial thing couldn't go in because now it was adjacent to a residence, and so yeah, sure, that but. Makes sense. but I'm glad you brought that up because that was on my list to just say we should just put a little marker on this to address this again during the zoning code because in a case where it's not a problem, I think the larger issue is that it allows a single family residence, but it doesn't allow all the accessories that are allowed on a single family parcel. And so even if they wanted an ADU, they would they wouldn't be able to do that without coming back to amend the CUP again. So anyway, but none of that is actually related to no, these folks. So um, would that applicant like to speak? No, I don't, I don't think I Okay. <laughs> Titus, could you speak? If you want, yeah, the microphone, <laughs> we want to capture your uh, feature yeah, microphone. Yeah. Do I have to push the green button here? No, you, no, you don't need to okay. do anything. Yeah. No, I'd just like to say thank you for taking the time to, to uh, consider the conditional use permit and work with us on that. And uh, it's been a pleasure to, uh, to live in the county here and, and uh, do business with, uh, with the folks in Calaveras County.
I want to commend you for your site plan. Apparently, yeah. you did that yourself. I tried to. <laughs> don't, don't talk it down. It looks great. Thank you. Appreciate that. I also have heard from a lot of people that they are very sorry to see you go. So. <laughs> You've done a phenomenal job, too, with that piece of property, with the improvements and things. Thank you. You should be commended for that. Yeah. There you so. go. See, it's nice to come. Yes. <laughs> and are there, is there any member of the public online who would like to speak? We're standing out in the hallway. <laughs> There's no online public comment. <laughs> Then we will close the public comment portion, come back to the commission for further discussion. And so, so Jonathan, I'm assuming the, the memos from the, the uh, airport committee, they were all positive, right? Because I had a difficult time. Yes. So based on, so as Julie noted, the airport has a special plan. They have their own zoning within it based on the distance from the airport. The zone that he was in, zone D, it's a conditional use to have the single family residence. So what he did is he went before the board for the airport, similar to like what I'm doing right now, presented his plans, presented what he wanted to do, and they basically gave him approval for it. The email that I sent to all of you was the correspondence that the planning department received from that board confirming yes, that he appeared before them and that they accepted what he proposed. Great. Anybody else? Any questions for John? Are there any comments on the resolution? Well, I, the only comment I have is that I have no comment. Good job by the planning department. Yeah, good. Legal review and it just looks wonderful. And it, wow. I would just remind you to actually attach the site plan as attachment A. But uh, anyhow, well, the, uh, are we ready to hear the recommendation? Wow. Staff recommends that we approve resolution 2023 009. All right. So do we have a motion? I'll, I'll motion. I'll move. I'll second. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion passes 500. Thank you very much. And I think this is just time for reports. Any informational items? Nope. Commissioner reports. Nope. nope. Planning director report. Well, I do have a report. Um, uh, pursuant to the agreement that I would bring before you uh, any kind of um, discretionary permits that the department approves but doesn't come to the planning commission, there are actually four of them that have taken place since the last planning commission meeting. Uh, the first one is the approval of an AUP uh, for a, um, a community event at 364 Main Street. This is the West Point Farmer's Market. Mm. Uh, 
And then we had uh, three firework stands. Uh, this is, you know, because of Fourth of July. Uh, they are all temporary use permits, and they're all one day and outdoor sales. And um, that's about it. Mm. So. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Will we be having a meeting in two weeks? Or whatever. We will be having a meeting in two weeks, yes. <laughs> an, uh, at least one item. <laughs> yes. Actually, that will be, there might will be we, another will one. we have greenhouse gases on that agenda? Yeah. As well? Okay. Yeah. But so the, the, the main, ones, the main, the main yeah, that'll be a, yeah. And the, the, consult, the consultants are coming and um, they will be ready to answer your questions. And they will also be ready to provide us with insights as to how they arrived at some of their recommendations. Mm -hmm. And I've been looking at what uh, they gave us back in October when they said we were 56 metric tons shy of mm -hmm. our AB32 goals. And now they're saying we are there. So, and the things that we have to do to get there, <laughs> those are the things that I think yes. we're gonna have to discuss. And it, just to clarify, it's Ringhome um, coming, not yeah. Harris. So it's not the, right. the outfit that did the calculations, but another subconsultant that's been working with them. Um, and has experience in doing similar type of work. And will you be able to make the consultant's uh, latest contributions available to us in a form that we can show yeah. edits? I will do so as soon as I receive them, but I have forwarded them your comments uh, regarding uh, how you looked at those uh, for example, transportation uh, measures, how you want it to be rewarded, I have for that information to them. Does mm -hmm. it make it so much easier for us if we have their materials in a way that we can propose changes? Absolutely. On those materials. It's like a Word document, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. it is a word document. And anything that we submit to the other commissioners has to be published for the public right. at the same time. So. Madam Chair, I will not be here on the 27th. I'm sorry. That's, that's my vacation in Bodega Bay there. <laughs> I may not as well. Depends upon if camp goes off. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So under that, those circumstances, yeah. we may want to push the greenhouse gas item off. It's up, I mean, it's up to you. Any vote on that day is going to require all three people right. present, exactly. commissioners present. Yeah. So I don't know if the, I think there's other applications. I don't know there's their feelings one about I don't know. Yeah, there's one other it, one. Is there any urgency to that item? Um, I don't think there is. Uh, but, but the issue is that we have, we actually had to uh, get into a separate contract with RainCon for them to be at this meeting. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, if you just if tell them we're postponing, you know, postponing the, the the meeting to a to a different date. I may be I, here. I'll know today. You don't know yet. Yeah. It would be nice for all the commissioners to be here for something like the greenhouse gas item, especially if we want to handle it in one meeting. Okay. So I think I. How does everybody else feel? Which yeah, and I, I apologize. I it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happens. It's yeah. something. the next. The next meeting date, everybody can come. Yeah, is everybody clear for? Which would be the July. 
August. August. Mm -hmm. I followed directions and turned my phone off, so it's going to take a moment. So the I will be available August 10th. I think the second. Yeah, it'll be August, August well, the 10th. I won't be available August 10th. Oh. Yeah, you wouldn't be? I wouldn't be now. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. So CJ is not available on the 10th. Okay. Thanks. Well, we need to get the greenhouse gas. And then I guess um, we wait to hear if um, Commissioner Parker is available on the 27th. We should go ahead. And if not, then we should uh, switch to the 10th or whatever yeah. that okay, other so we, date we would was. have four. Not so that we would have no. at least four of us here. I hate okay. to have it with right. only with three. Only three. Yeah. yeah, and three of us have been through it already, so we know pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although it, it's more exciting than it used to be. Oh, <laughs> that's hard to believe. Okay, is there anything else before we adjourn this meeting? And Gabriel, can you let us know which date we can expect the greenhouse gases to be once you hear from? Yes, I will. Yes, thank you. We're adjourned at wow. 9.30-ish, depending on which clock you like. <laughs> Go forth and have a great day, everybody. Congratulations. Good luck in your next endeavor. Yes. <laughs>